You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! I kind of feel like that. A reference that everyone won't get. Wolfman Jack, one of the uh, one of the major DJs of our era. Not he uh, he did a guest spot on Married with Children once. I I know, and I saw him in a movie called Motel Hell not too long ago. Yeah, Motel Hell is great. My coworker was like uh, on yesterday. My coworker, who is like this really cool, kind of frizzed out, kind of like really scattered woman. Uh, who's ultimately really nice. Uh, she's from central New York, and she's like, it's like, oh, I just made you a list of really good, uh, this is how she talks, I made you a list of, like, really good Halloween, like, fun Halloween movies. Nice! And, yeah, but it's, like, Blood Rage and Motel Hell, <laughs> and, like, Halloween, and she's like, you like, like, uh, slasher movies, like Jason? And I'm like, yeah. So she's, she made me watch Motel Hell, and we watched part of it at my job. That's awesome. Illustrating how my new job, where I make more money and do uh, a ton less, uh, is really, really doing me well. I love it. You should tell her that uh, a mutual acquaintance of ours, uh, his mother, wrote the movie Maniac. I will. I totally will. I totally will. And I'll also say that Sleepaway Camp was filmed in my hometown. Wow. This is all really coming together. And uh, I am a serial killer. And Andrew has a, a necklace of heads. Yeah, it's really dope. He has an ear necklace. It's really cool. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I I just, for some reason, I, I went to Chipotle today, and there's this girl that works there who obviously had plugs at one point, but hasn't uh. gotten, <laughs> like, like zero-gauge plugs, and hasn't gotten her, um, hasn't gotten the surgery done, so she just has these, like, holes hanging, and she's really nice and really sweet, and I got so barfed out 
that I couldn't <laughs> finish my, my burrito bowl. I was like, bleh, bleh. Did you say, hey, man, for those you love, will you sacrifice? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, for those, uh, for these bur- for burritos I love, <laughs> I will sacrifice. Um Etc. Etc. Uh, I was like, "Wow, you know, destroy the machines that, you know, made this fucking put way too much cilantro in this fucking rice." <laughs> At so, least they use cilantro, man. That's you know, they're, yeah. most of those places don't know what it is exactly. No, they use cilantro. They have that nice brown rice down. They use cilantro and salt. It's really good. In line, I always tell people when you like, if you move to New York mm. and you're a lonely man. Which is possible. Which I feel happens a lot. Uh, this is a public C, service announcement. See Sean Patrick Duty. See Sean Patrick Duty. If you're a lonely man in New York and you want to meet women, I know people will tell you to go to like Tinder or you know like go out to bars where you can't hear anything. Mm, yeah. I swear to Christ, if you want to meet women in New York, you just go to Chipotle after six p.m. <laughs> Because I'm on well, this fucking diet where I, you know, I don't have any carbs and very few like out to eat places are good for me, and Chipotle is one of them. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll end up having to, you know, leave work or work late or something and go to Chipotle for dinner, and it's just like maudlin women in there uh-huh. after six p.m. It's only like women in their twenties who are like on their blackberries and like looking sad, sitting alone. Sitting alone, yeah, like yeah. it's a hundred. So yeah, if you're uh, if you're in New York and you're hard up, try your uh, your loaded your closest Chipotle. Once the sun goes down, it might get to, it might get weird. Oh, certainly, and um, that's kind of uh, that's kind of true about like in Albany though. It's kind of true about everywhere. Cause yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Everyone's really really loaned out here. Uh, I was just thinking of, uh, damn, I was just thinking of something and I completely went away. I've been sick for about a week. Yeah, this is, uh, for those listening, this is take three uh, across the span of, what, like four days that we've tried to do this? Sorry, guys. While basking in the uh, afterglow of the live episode, um, and nobody's asked us where the new episode is, so either people don't really care anymore or um, that was enough for people. I get really hostile when people do that, so maybe they just have stopped trying to make where's me the, fucking blow a gasket. Where's the new podcast, man? Where, what's going on here? I'm going to wear my necklace of ears to your house, man. Oh, do it. Add the 10th ear. <laughs> Come on, don't make me add the 10th ear. Don't make me start that belt. Don't make me start the reactor. Awesome local hardcore band. Yeah. <laughs> start the reactor. That's not real, is it? Uh, not only is it real, but I got a free CD. Oh, Someone okay. rec- the I think I believe the singer recognized me from Burning Bridges and said, "Bro, I, I know you don't know me, but I really liked your work in Burning Bridges." Twelve years ago, you you pulled the car into the garage, let it run, closed the door. I put my mouth on the exhaust pipe. <laughs> no, <laughs> cool. Just stick it in my pocket. I'll listen to it when I get home. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna give it a spin, man. It's gonna be awesome. Um, no, I I was just so like this. Everyone who lives in a small town, back me up. Like people have a long memory for bullshit. Yeah, especially hardcore bullshit. It's like, oh, will I ever? Like, think about it now. If you're in a band that you're not particularly jazzed on, but you're getting some sort of local traction, people people love it. But to you, it's kind of like, well, you know, blah blah blah. It gives me a chance to character act for you know forty minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Quit that band because some yokel will come up to you twenty years from now in the mall and be like, "Like, say you finally meet a girl you like, or you know, you finally meet a dude you like, or whatever." You're in like fucking Banana Republic, you know. 
And the dude, somebody rolls up to you, you walk out, and you're like, oh, top of the world, man, I got fucking, you know, I got some fucking grands in the bank, I'm with a hot dude, hot girl, then some fucking dude with a Mr. Pretzel cup walks up to you and is like, hey, hey dude, I remember when you were in fucking Face, face Breaker, <laughs> and that shit was tight, bro, I know you didn't know me back then, but those fucking lyrics really spoke to me, and then you have to like... And you're like, okay, cool. And then your SO is like, what are, you, what are they talking about? What, what, you, you were in a band? What? And then you have to tell them the whole story, or you have to lie. Ugh. Like, no, my, my twin brother was. He died in a car accident. Yeah, my twin brother. We don't Sam. talk about him. Don't bring him up to my parents. Oh, yeah, seriously. I get that all the time. I look just <laughs> like the singer of Facebreaker. And then they go home and Google Facebreaker, and there's like seven YouTube videos, and it's clearly me. And ugh. so yeah, quit that band. I've never tried to YouTube any of my old bands. I bet that's oh, weird. Andrew. Oh, Andrew, I've I've done that work for you, son. No, are you serious? Oh yes. Oh man, there are some archivists. I won't sub- subject you. I won't subject you to the the fury. The sound and the fury <laughs> of um, of your past shitty bands, but um, there there are some archivists who have brought to the forefront some serious gems, my friend. Interesting. All right, mm. I got uh, I have some uh, some homework to do tonight. I, I mean, I consider the 2005 SUNY Albany end of year video where we're playing Midwest to be like one of those old videos or a cringer videos where we all look like fucking fog hat and it's like i'm super all super fat and weird it's oh well great. that shit i know is out there and that's kind of whatever but mm-hmm. uh i i mean like before digital cameras were a thing like way yeah, back like maybe. fat dreadlock andrew day no 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 well there is a photo which uh, I, yeah there's, there's definitely photos there's a photo that i mercifully didn't post on the tumblr but uh i should thank you for reminding me andrew oh awesome dope fantastic so what's next what's the next move I don't know. West Coast, maybe? I don't know. West Coast? Why are all you motherfuckers moving out west? This uh, sucks. It's sunny. I don't know. It's all right. Sunny? Oh, my God. I thought I knew you, man. Sunny. It's sunny. I don't know. It just seems uh, seems a little more relaxed. I can, I can hang with that. We used to hate L.A., man. I don't know if I'd move to L.A. I can't oh, tell good. you. good. Well, that's good. Move, move, up, move, to, uh, move to Fresno. Get Fresno sounds good. Yes. What are my chances of being executed in uh, in gang violence in Fresno? Uh, f- uh, you just uttered a phrase that nobody has said. <laughs> Fresno, <laughs> Fresno sounds good. Uh, yeah, if you're a lizard, Fresno sounds great. All right, neat. Um, no, I got I, headhunted I, for LA. I probably should have thought about it. Oh, well. You got headhunted. Listen to this. Please tell us that story, Andrew. Nah, there's not much to tell. <laughs> well, you could do a corporate transfer and, and move to LA and... Follow your dreams. That means I would have to move to LA, and I'd have to, live, I'd have to live in your spare room, and we would have to. Uh, we'd end up being like the um, Jerry Seinfeld, George Costanza team of writing sitcoms for NBC. More or less. Yeah. Did you just move the mic onto something and suddenly got really loud? No, I'm good. The fuck is that? The noise? Yeah, I see it's showing up now. I don't know what it is. It's completely it's fuck? completely quiet in this house right now. It just stopped. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, fun with audio, part three. Wow, that was really weird. All right. Yep. 
I think we're good. <sighs> anyway. All right, cool. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> three, two, one. So I don't, I mean, I, I, I'm just sad that you wouldn't move back to Albany, man. I'd move back, I would move back to Albany for like a year to save money. But at the same time, how many people do both you and I know who moved back to Albany for a year to save money 12 fucking years ago? Hello, right here. Thank yeah. you. And then, like, that's, that's like a real trap, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. moved to, I moved to New York to save money, weirdly. Like, I moved here and I suddenly started, yeah. like, paying off credit card debt. Yeah, that's because you were on that, you were, you were living way low. You were living with a lot of people for a while. Yeah. You were living I was like, living at uh, Kissing Contest headquarters. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm glad you moved out immediately. That's enemy, <laughs> enemy fucking territory. Although I do, I do need to speak to Mike Dick about um, psychopathic records uh, artists, psychopathic writers, because I started listening to them and it brought back a flood of memories about him, how him and I would have discussions about insane clown posse. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's got a juggalo past. Oh yeah, man. They, I listened to them today and I put in, I put I like the music. No, this is so embarrassing. <clears throat> I like the music so much that I put it on the CD uh, cuz I have like, the last car ever with a CD player. And um, I put it on a CD and I bopped all the way to the mall. And I'm like, wow, this is what living in Latham's like. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what living in most of America is like this is like what suburban people do. Only there'd be like seven seventeen-year-olds in my back seat, and they'd like Jesus. they one of them had had fucking drawn the short straw and had to blow me <laughs> to fucking go to them get a ride. You got to the get mall. to the mall somehow. Yeah. Oh well, we live seventeen fucking miles away from the mall, but we got to blow some desperate thirty-six-year-old to get a ride to the mall. It's cool, oh. dude. He's clean. He doesn't have weed, but he said if we suck his dick, that we can go to the mall, and then he'll drive us there and back. So, who's going to do it? That's what I imagine it would be like. That's probably very, very close to reality, which is like a real scene. And having been a, a secondary school teacher, I, I can vouch that that kind of chicanery does occur. Hmm. Only it's like 50-year-old landscapers driving dually dump trucks. <laughs> Pretty oh, awesome. Oh, you girls want a lift! Hey, you girls want a lift? Yeah, no, ain't gas, grass, or ass. No one rides for free, I tell you what. Oh, and then... Man. And then you, you end up going down on a sweaty old dick where, with, on a dude that wears a fucking orange safety vest. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're a, painting a real serious picture here. a ride to, you know, something called, like, the Something Bridge Mall that used to be good in the 90s and now has seven stores. And oh. the only reason you need to go there is because you need to get oh. your ears pierced at Piercing Pagoda oh. because you took your earrings out. And they closed up uh. because you're not allowed to wear hoops at McDonald's. And instead of putting a Band-Aid on there, you just let the holes close. Ah, you really just brought me there. Yeah. So that's, you know, uh, let's get rural. Let's get real rural for a minute. Uh, my voice is still husky and lower. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Now, when we tried to do the last two podcasts, <laughs> it was just like... I can't wait till we should do uh, like we should do like a b-roll of like failed attempts like one when I had the flu and I was like well let's just go around my room like <laughs> that was fun or like one of the ones where I was super hungover to the point where I couldn't talk that was really good uh, we still have those bits and pieces floating around I should just, one week where I know we can't do it because you're in jail yeah. we'll uh, we'll do a b-roll <laughs> so I'm in jail for for uh Relinquishing state secrets, like I like I just did. The, um, having fifteen-year-olds blow you for a trip to the mall is a state secret, dude. Look, 
When you start listening to Insane Clown Posse, anything can happen, and it probably will. Learning a lot here today. Yeah, you're learning a lot. See, you want to live out west in L.A. You have that sunny fucking... What, what kind of... What, what? I just, you know, I lo- I'm, I, you're my man, but I, I've only ever heard... And this is going to sound sexist. Let me preface this with saying, it's just the facts as I know them. <laughs> I've only ever heard girls complain about the weather. Why did you say, well, it's sunny... That's the first, that's the outstanding feature of it. Like, why wouldn't you say it's sunny? But you know I don't like sunny weather, man. I wasn't asking you to move with me, you just asked me a question. (laughs) I'm only happy when it rains, bro. Yeah, but we're a package deal, and you know that we can't live too far away from each other or shit starts starts getting weird. I don't know, it's either that or I move to, like, Guinea-Bissau. I feel like I could live really well there. I think you should move to Guinea-Bissau. All right. There's a lot of uh, economic opportunities right there if you've got (laughs) uh, lean morals. I've had... uh, well, shout out to my Australians. Uh, you should really get on that tip where you start adding people who try to add you on Facebook. I've done it's, a few. It's great because my Australians are all telling me I should not only visit Australia but move there because the guys will get me drunk every night and the women will fuck me. All right. I mean, that's that's a pretty strong sale. That's a great sale. I feel like Paul Hogan. I feel like Paul. <laughs> I feel like Paul Gray from Wawani. If I'm like, and I always ask them like about all these Australian new wave bands. And they're all like twenty, and they have no idea what I'm talking Excellent. about. Like, oh, you like what? You like Stimulation by Wawani? It's like such a good band. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> but I walked in on my uncle having a wank once, and I'm like, they just have all these weird, wild, fucking stories about like smoking weed in art galleries and shit. It's great. I don't know. My whole th- I like all day today when I would turn on Facebook, it would just occur to me that I'm so. Fucking bored of the internet. No, so am I. I had that like, same I'm revelation so today. So bored of the Thank internet. You. Like, oh my fucking god! Let's it's just like, let's just call it the the internet might be over. And I mean, let's it's it's because the internet is now a social place, and the people I know are really not that bright. Many of them, <laughs> it's, you know, like let's just call it what it is. That's totally true, except for like, my all brilliant posts, of course. Like right now, looking at uh, <laughs> no, targeted advertisement—that's oh, cool, yeah. definitely worth my time. Uh, guy, I haven't talked to in eight years, talking about the sequel to Machete. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? Uh, video, uh, some video that doesn't even come up. It's just like a YouTube link. Like, yeah, not uh. clicking that. Not going to happen. Um, this person's mad that the government shut down. This person's still talking about Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah. what do we got here? We're talking about... <laughs> like I was still talking about Breaking Bad. That's oh, yeah. Great. A lot of links to humans of New York. Do yourself a favor and fucking shoot yourself with a spear gun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, here's something interesting. Finally, Justin Kiss posting a Jesus and Mary Chain interview from Belgium in 1986. Finally, someone has put something on the internet that I can sit down with. I invited but... him. I invited him on the podcast tonight and he said no. Uh, well, I understand. He's sitting around watching that interview. It seems fucking yeah. interesting. Well, my man had a my man had an OK Cupid date today. Oh, is that right? Oh, yes, I hope that went well did. for him. I, I don't know. I haven't gotten the full report. Oh, it's getting late here. Yeah, but it's um, uh, I it's an OK Cupid date, so I can't imagine it went great. What if it went really great? What if that's why you even heard from him? What if he? Yeah. What if he? What if? Because they? What if they went to like a thrift store and they're like they were so overcome with passion? That he, like, swept off a table full of, like, old coins and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Threw her into a pile of dressing gowns from the 1940s. Yes. And just 
fucking gave it to her real hard and fast from behind. Of course. It's great. What if they did? Oh, let's 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 do a scenario on that. <laughs> they, uh, so they walk into the thrift. Uh, I wish Justin Kiss was here because he'd be cringing right now. Yeah, um, he'd be walking out of the room. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh yeah, like you know, like they meet and it's like, oh, I'm totally feeling you. Uh, I'm feeling you. I want to feel you more. You know, that's how things go. And then you walk into the thrift store and it's like it smells like old stuff. And you're like, oh man, I really love old stuff. And mirrors and stuff. This is going really well right now. <laughs> I'm still looking at my Facebook feed, like rolling my eyes. I'm like falling yeah. over right now. Well, okay. Well, let's just get to the point where they can't. I mean, honestly, they can't can't control the steam anymore. You know, it's like a it's like when you you don't tend to a pot of boiling water and it boils over. And you, the only time you you know what's going on is when you hear that on the on the burner. You know, because mm-hmm. the burner's been left on. Because the burner's been left on, much like. A daily occurrence in Andrew's apartment, um, and um, yeah, and Justin Kiss just fucking pulls down his fucking jeans to reveal a really hard wrench, and she bends over, willing two footer, yeah, two footer, holy shit, and she bends over like an like a pornographic cartoon, like with like Betty Boop eyes, and she looks over <laughs> at him like I'm ready, I'm ready, because she's been like fingering herself when he isn't looking the whole time because she's so worked up. And he fucking drills her like a woodpecker. And it's amazing. And he comes inside her. Fuck it. Wow. Jesus. He's really just like throwing caution in the wind here. He says, fuck it. I'm going to come right deep inside you. And you're going to have to deal with it. Fuck it. (sighs) (laughs) Best scenario ever. (laughs) And looking at a picture of like a guy who's dressed like the Terminator, but he's like kind of like not very fit. Mine, uh, oh, because it's Comic Con. I see. That's why now there's Yo, uh, people stop from with the Comic Con posts. Like, Seriously, are you fucking, fucking kidding me? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm picture with words on it about a Ghostbusters like play set. If you if you had one of these like this, how about you blow your head up instead? How about you fucking you aim really, a missile at like, your brain? Hello, man in your late thirties, like really get a life. Oh, he's so youthful. He goes to Comic Con every year. No, no, you just haven't been late a lot in your life. Yep, that's that's that. That's the end of it. Targeted advertisement. Guy who should really be in jail with a picture of a bunch of other guys who should really also be in jail. It's like a lot of a lot of guys that should be in jail right now that are running free. Um, um yeah, this is uh, this is my Facebook. I wonder I, why I'm bored. I, I someone just wrote there is nothing that can fix a broken heart. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Delete yeah, this person. I I don't really know him that well. I probably will. Um yeah, I'm a friends with on Facebook weirdly with Jada Pinkett Smith who just posted a, a cookie recipe which I think is better than ninety percent of the yeah and better than ninety percent of the other posts. Um, oh, Comic Con, fucking fuck yourself. Oh, oh. it's a real dark episode. This is like a dark episode right now. <laughs> no, really, good, both man. in uh, I, both I, in a real state. You know what, man? It's totally cool because people we had we always go in in waves because that. that that live podcast. Let's talk about the live podcast for yeah. a minute. That shit was I feel like we've so... already talked about it because we did it in the last time we tried this but and we no, fucked we, it up. So. My bad. We, we can, we can, we we've only uh, refined our uh, our explanation of what's going on. Uh, it was so goddamn fun, and I think that was a lot thank of fun. Everybody for coming out. Um, I also realized that I, for some reason, when I say out, I revert back to my Glens Falls accent and I say out out. 
Ew. Thanks for coming out. I say that all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, wow. thanks for coming out. I Ew. notice when I get mad, I'll have like a tinge of like my my family's Long Island accent. Long Island. I don't accent. think I've ever heard you super mad in my life. Really? No, never. Never once. We played a show in Virginia Beach where I got so mad that I had like a fucking like my brain short circuited for no, a few minutes. But we always knew when you were mad, but you'd always just go for a long walk. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. But I, I don't know why. I mean, you were just mad for no reason. Oh, yeah. I just constantly would get mad for no reason. That's when your entire diet is based on like sugar and bread. You get mad for no reason sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, man. What do you order? F- uh, well, we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. I, I've been on the gallon. I, ever since I started the new job, my eating has been very structured. Mm-hmm. And I've been spending less on food. And I've been drinking a gallon of water a day. Do that gallon of water. It's the best. It is. I feel completely different. It's so weird. And I got over my head cold in two days. Mm-hmm. And I'm celebrating by drinking Genesee beer, and I had a Five Guys cheeseburger today. So That's you know, really good. you got to even it out a little bit. Feed that cold. they got to feed that cold. I love feeding that cold. That's my, that's my flu remedy. If anybody out there is suffering right now, just drink, eat a gigantic eat cheeseburger. Eat a Five Guys. Eat a Five Guys and go to bed. <laughs> and if you wake up feeling shitty, you go to the hospital. Or, or if, if you're feeling lovelorn, eat five guys and go to bed. <laughs> if you're feeling anything, really. Actually, if you're feeling, yeah. If you're feeling lovelorn, if that cute girl with the tattoos fucking scraped you off, if that cute boy with the tattoos scraped you off, oh, I can't believe he likes her instead. And I'll be working at five guys in five years, so yeah. just go get it now. Exactly. Just go, you know what? Just just roll with it. Go and eat that burger and feel better about yourself. In lieu, of, you, eating, in lieu of eating pussy, eat a burger. I haven't taken you to Shake Shack yet, though. I haven't really fucking we haven't, we haven't gone for that shit. Andrew, I'm going to come down again in a couple of weeks. We're going to do a live one. I was going to say, we got number 40 coming up. Maybe uh, maybe we should get together, do a live one. Maybe get uh, SP Duty in the uh, in the room with us. Sounds perfect. We could talk right. about we could talk about his uh his Slow decline. Well, uh, I he he posted something on Facebook that made me want to slip my wrist, so I'll uh, I'll give him a call. And we'll uh, we'll see what that's about. Because I think he blocked me or some shit like a long time ago when he was Is that mad, right? when he was mad at me for quitting the, quitting the band. <laughs> uh, well, in his defense, he did you did yell at him for touching his car or your car. I'm no, sorry, I didn't. I was in front of his parents' house, and I certainly didn't. And he he was he was tighter than I was that day. About I had picking up uh, my stuff, and and he's like, uh, oh, I, I don't want to get into it because we can get into it with him in episode forty. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, I had, had a uh, a few days ago where I had forgotten to download a bunch of the podcasts I wanted to listen to, and I had a really long ass ride ahead of me. Uh, and so, just in lieu of anything else to put on, I just I threw on episode ten. I hadn't you know I hadn't listened to it since we put it out. Perfect, man. That's a dark ass story. Like, Isn't it? fuck. If no, if you guys are new and you came after we did like the Blake episode and whatnot, do yourself a favor and go back to episode ten. It's like a fucking bleak scene there, man. It's like watching the road. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> That's why I have such a such a rosy view on life now. Because I've been there, man. Yeah, that was like like I forgot. I I I was pretty well lit during that uh, during that recording session, so I don't remember. Everything, but yeah, going back, it's like fuck, dude. Yeah, Jesus, I, I've I've since gone back and listened as well, and I can only get through about half of it. Yeah, and I was like, oh <laughs> fuck this, you're bringing me like back. It's like I'm fucking, I'm walking through the cemetery, and the hand comes up and drags me back into the grave. 
Like this shit oh. really sucks. Holy hell! Yeah, yeah it was that bad. was uh, that was that was fucking full on therapy right there. Um, otherwise, Sean Duty's looking for a new apartment. I'm going. I'm you know in lieu of critiquing my own Facebook, I'm just going to critique Sean Duty's Facebook. Oh, there you go. He's so handsome. His pictures are old on Facebook, but uh, he's so handsome. Um, uh, she told me to go to hell. I took the bus home. Oh fuck. Um, what? Uh, I'm, I'm, a woman told him to go to hell. So, I f- I feel like that's like a lyric to an Ultravox song or something, yeah, which is well, going to it, which is like a double applicable. Well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm currently uh, googling, and uh, well, hold on. Oh, it's a Seinfeld quote. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> if anything makes you want to put a thirty-eight revolver in your mouth, <laughs> it's posting a Seinfeld quote in the AM in the early wee hours. Holy shit. Dude, me and Gab were at Trader Joe's. And the Trader Joe's, I don't know if you've been to the one in Union Square. It's like an actual mob scene. It's as I've, close as I've... What's that? I've tried to go. Yeah. And the, it's the as line... close as I've come outside of like winning a championship at a baseball game that I've ever come to being like, we have to get to this crowd or we're going to be killed. Yeah. Uh, um, but we were online and we were waiting for this woman to, uh, to bag our groceries up. Perfect. And the two cashiers next to us were just yelling Seinfeld quotes back to back to back to back. It was just... It was such an unbelievably uncool cherry on top of an already really shitty Sunday. It was oh, fucking awful. See, you and Gab were nice. I would be like, yo, like, yo. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, really Just stop. stop. No one God cares. almighty. No one cared back then. And Ugh. if Seinfeld was next to me, he would think you're assholes. Stop Everyone's it. such a fucking precious flower. Everyone needs to be. I get fu- it. Everyone needs I, to be fucking noticed all the time. Yeah, Everyone's I so get precious. It. You answered a fucking magazine ad, and you thought that you were going to go to fucking acting school, and then you got a job at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And you fucking, and then you work at a video store, and then like shit got <laughs> weird. And I get it. And you're still a theater nerd, and you really want to fucking let people know you're living in an anonymous city, and nobody cares. So shut up. If you want people to notice you, move to, like, Oak Bluff, Arkansas, and you can stand right out. Move to Johnson City, Tennessee, and people will be like, oh, that's the theater guy. You know what? I'd move to Johnson City, Tennessee. I like it there. I would, too. Actually, yeah, you know what? Don't move to Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm going there. I'd like you to not be around when I go get, you know, groceries. Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't oh have you God. at the A&P when I go to Johnson City. Sorry. I, I would live in Johnson City in a minute. We should all yeah. move to Johnson City for a little while. We should pull up. Remember when we did that weird, like... um like uh, practice in Johnson City. Yeah, <laughs> was it awesome. was so good, man. It was a we great town. It. Love it. It was so fun. I remember Love that. that bar we played at. I forget what it was called, but man, it was nice. It was like the rock, the rock den. The rock den. <laughs> I don't know. I remember, and it was like there was that girl there named Sarah that everyone was sweating, and we put the Thin Lizzy song Sarah over the PA. <laughs> on I don't remember that. I totally remember that. Is that right? That was All on right. the Half Heart tour when everyone oh, yeah. was trying to bang that like. 18 year old girl who was there it was really weird yeah everyone was like everyone had that mid-tour psychosis where like anything looks you think a you think you can get any girl and b you think any girl's attractive is a dangerous combination mid-tour psychosis is a really good clinical term absolutely i was hey i'm perfect example mid-tour psychosis when it's totally cool i'm gonna take a plane and then i'll meet you i'll meet you guys later in the tour it's totally cool i was thinking about that listening back to 10 it's it's actually very telling at how unbelievably out of your mind you were 
that in Los Angeles you couldn't be persuaded to just drive to Seattle for the next three days. It's like, just wait, we'll be there in three days. The next date was Seattle. <laughs> like, yo, uh, we'll be there. Just yeah. chill. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, conversely, though, and now we're talking about episode 10, people were, like, really into, like, telling me personally. Like, someone was, like... On Facebook, someone was like, dude, I saw you, like, talking to Patrick, and, like, it seems like you guys are getting along again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that was a big uh, talk of the town during the live episode. Yeah, and I was like, uh, we never we didn't get along, and everything's cool, we just, it's like, um, you know, we don't run in any similar circles, and we're both busy people, and it's cool, and... We didn't really ever talk about anything beside the band anyway. And it's like we're not worth yeah, friends. The, but the, the, before we went there, we all went out for pizza. It wasn't like you guys like ran across the room to each other. No, I sat down next to him. I was like, what's up, buddy? You know, your hair's going gray. Ha ha. You know, and then we were just like chilling. And we had a good time. Uh, just to set the record straight, uh, everything's cool, guys. Um, we didn't really talk enough about that live episode. Really yeah. want to shout it out for everyone. That that was really awesome for oh, everyone that came God. out. I really, really appreciate that. We, uh, we, we talked about this in an aborted version of this, but there was a point where we both went and got coffees down the street. <laughs> yeah. And we, as Shitting this guy... our pants. Yeah, we, this guy, we asked for, like, I asked for a, uh, what, like an iced Americano? And this, this guy's, like, it. making, like, nine shots of espresso to put in there for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, he's this is cool. He's trying to kill me. Yeah. Uh, but we both had a point where we, like, kind of locked eyes. We're like, should we, like, seriously not do this? Should we just go back and be like, oh, I know we're going on in half an hour, but we've decided that we can't do this live show. So, yeah, we sorry. were like, should we just bail on this? Like, no problem yeah like really um, truly came up it was uh but we we were yeah we were sweating and i was the whole way there i, I talked to gabby about it because i gave gabby a ride from albany to um brooklyn and uh, i was like holy shit i'm gonna freaking out like, i don't know what's going on blah 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 and uh, the whole time I, I had i was drinking like many modellos in your house like oh my god <laughs> like freaking out freaking out freaking out and then uh yeah but the crowning, the moment where I thought everything was going to be okay is you and I were just standing outside. Like, of course, we don't want to be inside the venue. Old habits die hard. Yeah, seriously. I'd rather be anywhere but here. Yeah, we don't want to go inside until, like, the second we have to go on. Some folk punk band is playing that is, like, opposite of music. I'm not really into that at all. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's whatever. Um, Davey put on a great show. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> honestly. And uh, so <laughs> our man Chuck comes up, right? And he's like, we just start riffing off him, and he starts laughing, and then we just start doing, like, our bullshit, and he's, like, loving it. And then I'm like, then we kind of look at each other, like, all right, yeah, we're, we're going to be all right. Like, <laughs> honestly, dude saved the show. Like, if, yeah, Chuck, uh, if you guys run into Chuck, you can say, hey, thanks for saving Overnight Drive, because yeah. uh, he came in at a real dark point. Yeah, shout out to Chuck from Connecticut. Uh, you saved the whole shit, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because we were, yeah, the many, fucking the boat was taken on water uh, there for a minute. In, in in many different ways, we're courageous men, but not when it comes to that. And uh, we were like, oh my god. And then you know, and then I drink, uh, I inhaled power drink, which I don't usually do. I power drink four um, sixteen ounce PBRs. And uh, we were really good to go after that. Yeah. As you can hear from the beginning, before Andrew's even on stage, I'm like, yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> I will say, though, my sh- my fucking, 
like rabies rants before fucking Howard Jones kicks in were great. No, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wanted to work them in, but uh, couldn't oh uh, couldn't make it happen. Oh, yeah, anybody falls down, you ought to pick them up. And then the fucking chorus goes in, like, to get to know you well. That shit was great. Uh, man, it's funny. People were like, hey, hey, you, you, you know, you nervous about playing the show? You know, you haven't played in like a year. You're playing an instrument you haven't played since like 2007. Is this going to be a problem? Like, no, man, I got it. Like, no problem. It's bass. I got it. Yeah. Oh, you scared about talking for half an hour? Oh, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did. I, like, I, I'm shitting my pants thinking about it. It's fucking but, awful. I mean, it's about, it was about 70 people in the room and they all were laughing and talking back to us, which was great. Um, I would love to do it again. I would I, like to do it again. I'd like to maybe do it technically better because the recording apparatus. Why do we keep using that why? fucking thing? I'm like, why at it right do we now. keep using that thing? It sounds awful. It sounded awful on the Fourth um, of July. <laughs> sounded awful. Like, why do we keep using that fucking Dude, recording device? Um, not only that, but that that mixer is the reason why the bare mattress record is just like at a standstill. Like, every uh, time all right, I, yeah, blame the mixer. All right, gosh. Gotcha. Right, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that, and I'm a lazy motherfucker. But um, no, but I'm looking at it right now, and there's like a literally a dent out of it. Like, yeah, I don't. We need to. We need to up our game with that because that's a real. Uh, that's a real bad look. We, as, <laughs> Stupid fucking as, mixer. As I said in the live podcast, we need to step up to get our rep up. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I'll start looking around on. I'll see what kind of sketchy fucking Craigslist transaction I can get for yeah. a, a new recording device, Seriously. new mobile recording device. I'll pitch in for that, man. Seriously, I'll look up here too. There's always people selling their stuff because they need like child support money or whatever. So we're good. It's always a sad scene. The Albany Craigslist, when you're looking for music stuff, is always like, crap, 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 crap. And then there's one thing that's, like, kind of good, but everything else is so bad that you... Like, do you know how many old, like, trainer PA heads I've bought? Oh, God, yeah. I don't need any trainer PA heads, but it's just something that's interesting uh, besides, like, BC Rich Guitar shit all over the place. <laughs> Wireless unit, like... The $100 BC Rich Guitar is yeah. so good. Oh, my God. But Crate like Blue the... Voodoo. Oh, but a- so a- bad. Listeners, do me a favor and go on your local Craigslist and look at your music, musical instrument section, and you will find eventually... Um, you will find the sad guitar guy whose dream has died... And he's also willing to tell you all about it in a very biographical post, autobiographical post, about um, why he's selling it. <laughs> like, oh, either it's selling the old lady needs it cleared out of the den. And, uh, <laughs> bought it a long time ago, you know, used to be in a band. Just don't play it as much as I used to. Yeah, oh, bought it for my daughter, didn't even touch it. That kind of shit. Which is yeah. great. Which is great. And I, I feel like writing them and saying, I feel you, man. Saw so Fender Rock Pro on mine a few days ago. Thought of you. Hey man, I got. I still have one, and it's uh, last time I plugged it in, it sounded real good. Still, so glad that's still around. It's still around, man. You know, and and one of these days, Andrew, with with a little luck and uh, and a little love, you and I will play again. I'm down. I'm ready. I'm ready I will. To fucking ready to lend guitar heroics to Bear Mattress. I will. Yeah. Or we could start a crust punk band named Trigger Warning. That sounds really good too. With Sean Duty singing, <laughs> and all we need is a drummer. Perfect. And I think Al, I think Al Huck will do it in a minute. It sounds good. Me and Sean Duty were for years supposed to start a band called Dead Kid. I remember Dead Kid. That was yeah. great. Man, that was around. That was in the Ed Balls era. Yeah, God, I love that Ed Balls era. Ed Balls. Man. <laughs> Do we dare tell the story of Ed Balls? That's why bother. Why bother? Um, you going to get into some questions, though? Yeah, let's do it. All right. 
Uh, let's see. It's been uh, almost two weeks since we've answered questions. Actually, more, because we yeah, didn't answer sorry, any at the live show. So uh, we got a lot to go. Uh, bear with us. Yeah. Um, this is not a question, but I'll read it anyway. Andrew, by following your common sense advice on diet and exercise, I'm down from 200 pounds mid-July to 175 and fitting into medium-sized shirts. Bullshit. That's dope. Bullshit. <laughs> Which is still confusing as far as body composition goes, because at one point I was 175 and barely fit into a large. Thanks. Anyway, yeah, that shit's fucking... That shit's so... Welcome to the world of being a smedium. It's fucking awful. <laughs> Like, I need to do that, man. You everything need to... I need to buy gets fucking tailored because I can't. I, everything in small is like choking me, and everything in medium, I'm like swimming in. Like I'm gonna, I, I, I started taking your challenge, and and I can I can attest that I feel much better. And I only Dude. I only eat carbs in the morning, and I'm trying to wean myself off of that. I swear to Christ, it's when you have uh, I I forget what the bacteria is, but in your intestines, in your digest, digestive tract. There's a certain strain or certain, like, whatever kind of bacteria mm. that's linked to, like, mental health and, like, you know, go get it attitudes and all that shit. <laughs> I swear to Christ that doing, like, a diet like that makes you mentally feel 110% better. It's not because you're losing weight, but just because, like, the composition of, like, your stomach bacteria changes. It's really it. weird, but it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, need, I need that big time. Uh, I, I did, however, get new health insurance that links me to the wild, woolly world of expensive brand name meds at cheap. That prices. is so awesome. So I might be ascending to higher levels of clarity to paraphrase Earth Crisis. This is going to be so dope. It's going to be great. Or I could just go on a diet and uh, lose and go down from 200 pounds to 175. What the fuck ever, dude. Listen, I believe in this guy. Uh, I don't. You know what? I, if this dude. Put your shit where your mouth is, man, and post a photo. Pixar didn't happen, to, para- to, <laughs> to paraphrase the fucking B9 board, which I went on recently. And it is like the, it used to be like, um, like it used to be the spot to go to get like, you know, a Greyhound bus handjob and shit. And now it's like. Is that over? People, people literally complaining <clears throat> about the color of Walter White's shirt. Like, oh my it fucking is a, God. It is, a, it is a dispensary for the OCD slash I'm an introvert set. You know what? Good. That's good. That's what it deserves to be. And yes. it should never have been anything more than that. And uh, there we are. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, 175 from 200, 100% from mid-July. You could do that. It's not a problem at all. Um, I, I honestly, I dropped 20 pounds in a month when I first started doing this motherfucker. thing. Motherfucker. I weigh 275. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Andrew, I weigh 275 right now. It's no mm-hmm. joke. Um, I believe you. And if I can find the question, I will actually, um... oh yeah, here we go. Oh, no, that's not it. But there is a question uh, that was posted that uh, sales my body composition, and I can't find it. <laughs> Did you get angry and delete it? No, I didn't get angry and delete it. It was, fu- <laughs> it was uh, funny, I guess. Did no. you answer it by text or by, uh, by, by word? Is that why you can't find it? No, I didn't. No. Well, we'll find it eventually. I had no idea that Tumblr changed its mobile formats. So all of a sudden, we opened up OvernightDrive.com and like, what is this fucking white circle? What am I looking at here? Yeah, right? Very they weird. Always, they, always, uh, they always change shit, which is further, furthermore the reason why the internet is extremely boring. Because it also, oh. it's also super schizophrenic and, and like, oh, well, this, this looks good. Well, it can look better. Or it's, but at the same time, if you change anything, do you have this mass thing? Of people, I don't like this. 
I don't like this. Yo, you won't care mm. in two weeks. The old Facebook, you won't remember how it looked or what it looks like. And the new Facebook will be the only Facebook you remember. So shut the fuck up. No, it's great. It's and, okay. And you realize that it's a bunch of like really, really big time dorks, nerds in like a flannel with a hoodie over it. If you let that <laughs> fucking sink in for a minute. Drinking Coronas and eating like lamb. Saying, oh, I think... I don't like this. I think our subscriber, the subscribing populace of our app would appreciate if we did this. And then you change it and you drive everyone completely crazy because you become accustomed to a certain thing. Um, Oh, my God. Now that we've vamped, I've actually found that body composition... uh, Excellent. Okay. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying whoever wrote this is a mean person. (laughs) (laughs) And it made me sad when I read it and I closed Tumblr for the night and it put me in a really bad mood because it's probably right. But um, uh, I really, really hope you step off the curb and into the path of a fucking garbage truck. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here we go. Hans, you're right. You're a fat in person. Do you think this is why you've always been single? (sighs) Man, that's really that cut right to the bone Holy right there. Shit. I actually don't believe, looking the way you do, that you've been with fifty nine girls. Wow. I think that if you took care of yourself, you'd be able to have a girlfriend. Love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. Some jealous fucking cake eating motherfucker. So wow, I man. went to the went to paid good money, went to the fucking show. Saw us fucking do our shit live, and that's all they could say. Fuck it. All right. I, you know what? I've been with 59 girls, and it's because I've had the confidence to understand that no matter what I look like, except for episode 10, that was fucking weird. No, um, you know, well. <laughs> yeah, no matter what I look like, uh, I'm really okay with who I am and what I say, and, and that's way more important than body composition there's a lot of very complicated reasons why i'm fat if you really want to get into it um it's a form of self-hatred it's a form of self-abuse uh, i've as andrew can attest i've yo-yoed in in many over the years going from very slim to very big and uh there's always been a fucked up weird reason because of it and um I don't know. I don't want to fuck around with a girl who thinks I'm gross. So if a girl shows interest, I understand that she understands the deal. She looks down and she sees my fat legs and stomach and fucking man tits. And she understands that that's cool. So I'm not really going to change for anybody. I'm only going to change for myself. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the live show. I wish we did this at the live show so everyone could applaud afterwards. Yeah, I know. Everyone would be like, yeah, you tell him. <laughs> thin privilege sucks. I didn't mean to bring it down for a minute there, pals. But um, that sucks. That's mean. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, here, here's one for a good laugh. Okay, good. This will date this as having come in last week. Mm. Andrew, me and the lady are watching the Giants game tonight. <laughs> She's a Giants fan, and I'm watching for moral support. Genuinely hope y'all end the losing streak. Well, that didn't quite go. 
20 uh, or what yeah. was it 53 seconds into the game i was already on facebook oh, being like fuck god. this over Andrew and i were texting back and forth like oh my god it's so funny it's so i watched it just in kiss's house and we were just rolling i literally rolling on the floor laughing like i'm like i bet he's gonna throw a pick here and then he did <laughs> and i was it. i was sick as hell but i was howling with laughter at the same time oh like, my god man and you know it's funny like i'm coming off an already really bad sports season but the Yankees had bad fucking luck this year. A lot of hurt people. A lot of just, you know, like, it, luck was just not on their side. And they still came fucking close. Let's be honest. For a team that should have been playing fucking Scranton AAA ball, yeah. they came pretty fucking close. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It's fine. Yo, the Giants are just sucking balls. Like, it's not like they're unlucky. It's like, yo, you just suck at what you're doing right now. It's, it's just fucking su- awful. Sucking in a almost scripted, almost intentional way. Yeah, seriously. I believe maybe Eli Manning owes a lot of money to like a lot of I was going to say, like, have we looked at his hands on the Dunkin' Donuts ad? Is he like missing part of a pinky or some shit? Yeah. What's the story with that? And, but he throws like the dumbest picks. (laughs) Like, so bad. And he's throwing it to receivers who he's been on the team with. It's not like, oh, he's got some rookie receivers who don't know how to run around. (laughs) They don't want to read the book, you know? What the fuck? It's fucking Hakeem Nix and Victor Cruz, who he's had on the team for three years. Like, give me a break. Dude, it's so bad. But it's... I I honestly think it's because his brother rules. And I I hate saying that because I think he's fucking happy-footed, derpy Mm -hmm. fucking moron. But he's a good football (laughs) player. And, uh... And I just think it's like that crushing, like, you'll never be as good as your brother bullshit. Plus, he grew up in, like, a football family. And he's Mm -hmm. supposed to be like, oh, just really... Just good your brother. But, but the thing is, Archie Manning was the worst. Dude. He was like, oh, well, <laughs> of the rich, rich Manning football legacy. It's like, you know, watch old Archie Manning footage. He fucking sucked. <laughs> He's like the Steve DeBerg of the fucking, like, his, his era. He's like a <sighs> journeyman, bullshit quarterback. Couldn't throw a fucking touchdown. Fucking had a gun to his head. Oh, that, that rich legacy of that shitty quarterback. <laughs> Archie Manning's kid. Boy, you see where he got it from. Oh, man, it's like, uh, what was it, Peter McNeely who fought Tyson when he got out of the fucking, yeah. uh, out of the can? Yeah, that was a, that was a cool one. It's oh, like yeah. uh, his kid going into MMA or something. Didn't he get arrested for, like, robbing a, like, a 7-Eleven or some shit? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds familiar. I think he did. That was a fucking, that, that prize money didn't go very far. Yeah, no. Unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> what else do we got here? Well, uh, what is this lost leader thing your former slash current bandmate <laughs> Patrick is doing? Sounds weird slash like shit. I'm sure it sounds like shit because I actually <laughs> super like it. It's one of my favorite things he's ever done. It's, it's got to be better than Drug Church. Yeah, a hundred percent. Which I finally broke the streak and I listened to about thirty seconds of Drug Church just because I wanted to see if I liked it better. And yeah, there's it's uh, was Drug Church was... is like the antithesis of good music it's just, like it's not music it's like it's for, it's for people who don't like music yeah i want to i want to bring bring back the the phrase the term opposite of music it's just the yeah, opposite. it's, it's not music no it's nails on the chalkboard bullshit i never heard lost leader i'm sure it's I'm sure go it's, download it it's actually, actually really it's good okay. it's uh it's everything i want out of that style of music what and nothing it? i don't give it's it good. give it like a comparison what's it like um it is Yep. It's so inept and like fuzzy and like it sounds like everyone's on pills to the point where it just sounds like early mud honey almost. It's just like <laughs> like I really like that shit. <laughs> sounds good. Maybe I like yeah. it. 
Maybe, uh, maybe I'll love it. Maybe I'll put my apparent bitter spite aside for a moment that I have with Patrick and, and listen to it and love it. You guys seem like you were getting along okay at the show. Oh, yeah. I saw you guys talking. I guess everything's cool now. <laughs> Get out of my life. I just had uh, a big... I just drank a big <clears throat> can of Genesee, so I'm feeling all sensitive right now. All right, yeah. This uh, Did you light a candle, man? I will after. Um, I'll just... I'm going to put a wick inside my penis and light it. Mm, it sounds really good. Sounds, as long as I stay hard, it should be all right. Speaking of staying hard, somebody tipped me while I was DJing last weekend with a, a three blister pack of Viagra. And I had a woman in town. How'd that go? Hey, well... I had a woman in town who I was sleeping with, and um, uh, wait, does that mean you're at sixty, or is this still is no, this a previous still contestant? Previous contestant, ah, still okay. fifty nine. I want to find. Uh, let's you know what. Let's throw it out to the audience. Who wants to be number sixty? Oh, there you go. Who wants to be the crown jewel, <laughs> the number sixty? Uh, if you do, does get at us any way you can, uh, preferably through the Tumblr. Uh, if you want to be number 60, we can hook it up. If you live on the East Coast and are relatively close to Albany, New York, you can be number 60 in a pinch. And uh, and you can have your... Uh, I'll take a picture of you on my bed with uh, a six and a zero covering your boobs, and you can have a smile on your face. And the it will be very... Papa John's pizza box in the background. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> for like eight, the eight blankets I have on my bed, because I'm, I'm alternately really warm and really cold at night... And uh, it'll be very Terry Richardson. It'll be very good. <laughs> and you can, uh, you know, and it'll be great. I hope that works. I hope somebody steps up to get their rep up. Here's one from the files. Okay. Hans, in all caps, your hair is sexy. Please Ooh. keep it like that. Ooh. Wish I didn't live on the other coast right now. Oh, well, so I, there you I go. wish you didn't either. I, I wish. This is, this, is very, this is bringing me back up from the, from the, the steep fall of a few minutes ago. It's there bringing you go. me back up. Um, you know what? Uh, great. Dynamite, uh, thank you. I, I, reach out to me any way you know how. Find me on Facebook. <laughs> find me on. I have a feeling that saying "find me on Facebook" is very old and passe now because people have yeah, somebody other. Like you could say like oh Vine like Instagram me. People are really gonna <laughs> Vine at me. Vine me, you know. Whatever. Find me on Facebook. <clears throat> we'll hook it up. I've been known to travel. I travel well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to travel. Also, oh, man, I, what else I'll, we have in questions here? Um, well, okay. I made my lady wear a butt plug when she, yeah, went out, when she went out to dinner with her friends. Made her. Like, you held, you fucking grabbed her by the collar and you held your fist to her face. And you're like, wear that fucking butt plug. I want my presence felt. <laughs> you know? Obviously not a question. Just wanted to brag. Then, like, you know, obviously the fucking soft dude fucking concession later on like a few minutes later there clarif- was an addendum clarification on the bud plug thing it was consensual she was into it it's not like i forced her like i'm Aww. no longer interested now boo <laughs> you know like come on man just let us live let us think let us live in suspense we're, we're the last people on earth to judge you yeah can't we just assume that there's like a real like manic person fucking writing in being like i don't believe the weird shit i do I'm like okay i don't believe the weird cool, shit you know? i get into man i did dp with my dad this is a free forum. This is an open exchange of ideas. Whatever you're into. Right, judgment free zone. This is just like Planet Fitness. Judgment free zone. Mm-hmm. Really good. <clears throat> uh, another one to me. Andrew, I understand you're not coming to the UK on the Touche Tour. This saddens me. What's the story? Uh, story is that I am on a five-year plan with Europe. 
<laughs> and I really well this is actually this is really the story is I work a job where I can tour pretty much whenever uh, between February and you know late October early November it's pretty yeah. much you know like whatever uh, it's only December and January part of November that it's just like it's, it's just not possible and so these fucking assholes that I play in a band with religiously book some shit in like late December or some shit like that like what do you mean you can't go like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize we just met. I thought we'd been doing this thing for fucking ten years, and you know that it's just not a possibility. Um, and I, I did it once. I was, I able to, I was able to like wrangle it, and it was like professionally, like really bad for me. It was like a, one of the worst professional moves I've ever made. So I just don't do it. Yeah. Uh, if they want to go to Europe in like the spring, I'm cool with that. Uh, but at the same time, I've, you know, I've done Europe twice. Uh, I, I get it. It's nice. I, I wouldn't not go back. Yeah. Uh, but there's other places on Earth that I would really much rather visit now while people are still interested in me holding a guitar in front of them. Uh, you know, like, I'd, I'd much rather do, like, Asia, Australia, things like that. You know, I'll, I'll get back to Europe. You're you're in somewhat capable hands without me, kind of, sort of, a little bit. <laughs> kind of, sort of, maybe. If they play a recording of me playing guitar, then uh, yeah. you guys might be all right. Otherwise, it's a it's a fucked scene. I was I was. Uh... Well, wait, don't. Hans, man, what was it like seeing the rest of Self Defense Family? There you go. There you <laughs> there go. We go. It was cool. You know, it's so far removed now that I, I uh, admittedly don't know a lot of the new songs. Um, so it was just like watching my friends play a good show. Man, it was cool. It was funny because it was yeah. Not only is it very far removed from when you and I used to play, but it's also. It was so far removed from what I'm even used to doing normally that I'm just like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, it's definitely um, not as melodic. It doesn't have a lot of melody anymore. It's just kind of like you're very, very, very heavy now. It's funny. They, uh, we were talking about it on the way over in that when me or Benny play guitar, if the rest of the band starts to fuck up or they like they lose the beat or something that both me and Benny are, like, kind of big enough dickheads that we'll just step on, like, a pedal that makes us sound like ten people and, like, make noise, and it's yeah. sort of like wait for everyone to get back on track. Uh, but Mary and Alan, neither of them really have that, uh, that like, oomph about playing. They're both pretty methodical about playing, so yeah. they were very concerned that things were going to fall apart quickly and no one was <laughs> going to be there to uh, to cover up. I, my, uh, my parts for... The, my former parts for Jenny Lee are now unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I, I need to have a strong critique of that. Oh, I just I just wanted to run a primer. I was just like, oh, that's that's not that's 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 not what I what I did. It's way simpler than you playing. Like she play like she played chords during this fucking. I was like, mm-hmm. I never played a chord in the eight years of that band. I never played one chord other than a my favorite chord. part is every time someone learns your parts on that guitar, I always get to tell them. That you had to overdub that. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> that's that's where they're like, wait, really? That's a second guitar track. I'm like, to- the only like the only thing on that guitar track is him sliding that note. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yep. There's uh, some behind the music shit for uh, self defense family. We should do a behind the music for the the recording. Uh, the recording of you are beneath me. We should do a total <laughs> uh, interview session and. Uh, I really don't remember great. most of it. It's weird. Like people will ask yeah, about I it, and I like the facts of the recording session are really lost. I remember drinking a lot of chai tea. 
yeah. not realizing it had caffeine in it and just being like, man, I feel fucking awesome. Like, this is really good. Like, not realizing that I was just absolutely jolted on caffeine. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, a little bit about recording. I remember it took us, like, three days to get that guitar tone. It was, like, ridiculous how long it took for us to, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, to do it. I had a new amp, which is not advisable <clears throat> right before. I bought that amp, like, right before we played. But we didn't even use it. We ended up using that Marshall that, uh, that my friend made, like, that Marshall clone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that, I just made everyone use that because it was the only good guitar sound we were able to get. I'm like, all right, that's it. Everyone just plugs in here. Don't fucking yeah. don't breathe on it. Don't move. It worked, um, and I did that thing where I wait till everything is done, and then I do my guitar part. Yep, which I, is probably really frustrating, but no, no, really, that's that's the way I, I love doing. For all the recording nerds, I love to do drums first and drums and bass. If I can, mm-hmm. if I have the, enough inputs, that's the best. After that, everyone can just play over it. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah. But um, then um, I did that, and uh, that shit was tight. And most of what I remember was mixing and feeling like this increasing cloud of frustration uh, <laughs> yeah. wash over me, like getting stuck up there in snowstorms. And that was good. Yeah, you did get Jesus stuck Christ. up. You did, did get stuck up there one night, which is great. I spent a few nights up there, and it's like the studio was in somebody's basement. It was like it was very weird. Mm. So I was like just sleeping in these people's houses, and they didn't know I was there. I guess that was behind the music. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Oh, we talk about berating Patrick to sing better. That was that was one one thing that was great. I bl- I think there's a YouTube video of that. Or the time where I literally made such a big stink about including "Listen to Renee and Angela" in the begin in the first. Oh, line. that's right. We had to overdub "Listen to Renee and Angela" into yeah, that because I was so into Renee and Angela at the time. The singing, the awesome '80s R&B duo. I, that's all I listened to, and um, they were so good. And I was like, come on, put it in there, listen to the Angela. And I, I, then he did the uh, one track of it, and it sounded fine. And I was like, where the fuck is listening to Renee and Angela? And Patrick started to argue it, and then he's like, fine. Just, No point in arguing, just, just do it, just make yeah, it stop. I put up so much of a manic fucking stink about it. I was like inconsolable about the fact that it wasn't in there. <laughs> hopefully, I may, hopefully I turned a couple people on to Renee and Angela, fuck it. I'd imagine yeah. you probably did. I hope so. Um, what are your thoughts on Man of War? Do you ever run into the members in Albany since they all live in that area? I don't really care at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know anything about that. It's like know. it's anything that's that's anything like, like Kiss. I mean, Kiss was okay, but like, anything that seems made up, I'm just really not into. Yeah, like I have a real problem with that shit. It just doesn't like it doesn't interest me I mean, at all. The, the lyrics are funny. Like if you were not into metal, you were not my friend. Like that kind of thing is funny, but people really follow that as like a good band and it's like no yeah really. it's like i mean that's not. where that's the same way i feel about like like hardcore like like the lyrics are so extreme and so like and like so like like 25 to life like ever listen to those lyrics it's just like it's it's theater it's funny it's just like man of war it's just made up <clears throat> you know it's like hey you know it's it's imaginary it's it's not it's not really real to this me. is weird um I, I, a lot of times questions will come in that are non sequiturs and it's because you've answered part of them in, uh, in the Tumblr and I haven't seen it, mm. but there's someone saying iffies now is the bar where regulars are literally homeless people. That's true. Was, was there iffies talk on yeah, there? Did I miss that? Somebody asked an uh. iffies question and I said, it's sort of comparable to the bar in total recall. I spent uh, a lot of time at iffies when I was, uh, I was a real, uh, real drinker. If he's used to thinker be, and a drinker. For, for a brief moment in time, Ify's bar in Albany used to be like a punk bar, but like a real punk bar where people would get in fights and shit. And now See, I actually I I don't know if I spearheaded that necessarily, 
But I was definitely in like the gentrification tr- crew. Yeah, for sure. Because well, like, it, it was just it was... like a, a drunk old man bar, and then we started showing up, and then yeah, before you know, it became like a like a punk bar for a well, minute. Because it, yeah, it was the people who were like really bored, like got bored of Fusebox. So you're like, go to Fusebox, then you're bored, then you go across the street to Iffy's. And it would be like funny and fun, and that also be like, oh look, black people are here, ho ho, you know. It'd be like that kind of thing. The other reason too, I think it happened is as I was going to Iffy's, as that was like my spot, it was just like quiet. Like you could listen to the Clash in a jukebox, but it was like kind of a quiet place, even though it wasn't like uh, I don't know, like it was rough, but it wasn't like loud. Um, but while that was going on uptown a little bit, there was a bar that was like was just a place that like all these punk kids took over and the owner was some cokehead who was like sure do whatever you want my bar like light off fireworks and whatnot and so that place was real hot until the cokehead owner like beat up his girlfriend in the bar and all of a sudden everyone was like dude that's not cool yeah but it's just like yo you can't go and hang out at a place with no rules and then get angry when divey shit happens like that's what happens when there's no rules that's exactly how it goes suddenly suddenly rules yes so once uh once the the sun set on that place i uh, i think everyone moved into iffy's trying to make that the next spot i don't i don't think it took though i think it's like a place where you go to get killed now no, the spot now is fucking Susie's, which is like Ugh. where fucking dreams go to die, and people yep. fucking, like people fucking hang out at a on a bar stool and fucking fucking try to fuck the same girl, and this just seems like a real uh, sounds just, neat. This is a real yeah, a real sad place. Every I, time I go up to Albany, it's always like I always somehow end up there, and I'm always just like this. Is- fucking <laughs> shitty like fuck this place god no, it's so it's not good and uh it's not great and it's um it's like every town has that fading faded like when i live in louisville the place where hardcore went to die was the mag bar mm. and it's every every town has that one like bar where people just kind of like oh well you know i'm kind of sad about my life and i used to go to shows but now i just kind of chill here and like stare at my phone and like try to fuck this one girl and tell her to meet me at fucking joey's joey's on the loose who has two dollar pbr specials all you can drink and like shit like that and that's like like give me a break and then like you know somebody's like uh ipod djing fucking 90s emo songs and you're like oh man nostalgia i remember this promise rings fucking sick as shit Neck the, tattoo. Uh, the thing with Susie's though is at least it was it was nice for a long time because that was like that was sort of the after hours place. If you worked at night in Albany, if you worked like mm. a bartender or like a, a sound guy shift, that was like the spot where you would go afterwards. Like all like the fucking service help would hang out there, and, and that was actually yeah. fine. That was great. It was just whatever. Uh, but yeah, apparently things have uh, things have changed as they often do. Time for a change, man. Things have changed. Uh, doing any more New York City events? I'd love um, to. I don't know. Yeah, if you want to book it, man, I'm I'm cool with that. We're I open. I don't know. We take on all comers, and we'd like to do an hour. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we should try to do the full hour next time. It's a it's a good look. I wish someone would book us. Book us at uh, Carnegie <laughs> Carnegie Hall at Coney Island High. Yeah, book us at Coney Island High, yo. We open for Come and Correct, and it would be right. amazing. Let's do one more, and we'll call this. Um, we're going to end on a heavy note. Oh, fuck. 
Hans, I've been very depressed for a very long time, but have always been somewhat resistant to seeking help, and especially resistant slash anxious about the thought of taking meds. I think I'm ready to change my attitude and maybe see someone about getting my head straight, but I don't really know where to start. What is the first step you recommend I take? Well, um, depends on where you live. Depends on your situation with insurance. There's always a clinic you can go to, but don't get depressed over the fact that this is going to be a slow and arduous process for you. Um, You are going to... First, you're going to have to establish with a primary care provider... They're going to go to the primary care provider. You're going to say, yeah, 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 you know, I need to quit smoking. I'm overweight, blah, blah, blah. But the real shit is that I'm depressed. And then he's going to either give you a script for Xanax, which you probably shouldn't do, or you're going to say, yeah, but I really want to talk to somebody too. Depending on the clinic, then he's going to give you uh, an appointment or a recommendation for an appointment with a, um, a uh, either a social worker or a psychiatrist or somebody who can prescribe. They're going to go talk to them. It's not going to be particularly effective, but it's going to feel really good to talk to somebody whom which you have, with which you have no carriage. Like, you could talk to your girlfriend about it, but she's going to probably end up thinking you're crazy. Talk to your best friends about it, but they don't really want to hear it. You're going to talk to your parents about it, but they're going to think you're a failure. But you're going to talk to a complete stranger about it, and you're going to be like, well, fuck, I could talk to this person. They know what they're talking about, and I can also leave and not feel weird about it which is the best part about therapy. I talk to my therapist all the time about crazy shit, and then I leave, and I know they're not going to judge me because, A, they don't really care, B, I just paid them, and C, it's all part of the therapeutic process. So you basically have to do that. You have to establish with primary care. You have to wait. You're going to have to wait a while because um, I would say go on, uh, try and get established with, um, right now, because of Obamacare, you can go on to healthcare.gov, and you can sign up real quickly for a bronze package, which you only have to pay probably if you don't make shit. You can probably only have to pay like $12 a month, which is good. And then get signed up quickly. Uh, in the meantime, you can take, uh, start taking a multivitamin, start getting some exercise, start drinking a gallon of water a day. Take a probiotic. Take a probiotic. Take, uh, you can, if you want to get crazy, you can take 5-HTP or SAM-E. You could take fish oil. Um, don't don't expect it to work that well, but it might make you feel a little bit better. Um, they're probably going to put you on um, either Prozac, Wellbuterin, or eh, they don't really prescribe Wellbuterin anymore. But they're probably going to put you on Prozac or Zoloft. Um, if you have anxiety, they might put you. They're going to start you on Xanax. If that shit doesn't work, then they might put you on either Boost Bar or Clonopin. Um, either way, I mean, just start the process and it'll work for itself. If you start the process with seeing a doctor, then it'll start rolling, but it's not going to be an instant fix. And you're going to have to, at some point, get your shit together and talk yourself into feeling a little bit better and start to kind of drop off, uh, some of the things that make you feel sad, make you feel depressed because a lot of, some of the shit you're depressed about is pretty ridiculous. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just kind of like p- p- piling everything on because you want to be that depressed dude or that depressed girl. And um, that, that shit doesn't fly in the real world. And I don't mean to sound harsh, but I 90% of the therapy I've done has been self-therapy. Now, if you listen to episode 10, you probably think I'm full of shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't always work. This comes and goes in waves. Yeah, the depression shit for me is easy. The bipolar shit for me is really hard, and I can't really deal with it because I, I, I realize it's happening halfway through. Like... 
holy shit, I just spent $700. What the fuck am I doing? You know, like, <laughs> like that kind of shit. Oh, I just bought seven fucking new tires. What the fuck's going on here? But the depression shit I can really deal with because I know when it's coming, I know how to deal with it, and I know how to get it out of there. So hopefully that wasn't too long-winded, but uh, that's basically how you deal with it. Good luck. I, the, the, the thing with questions like that, because we see them a lot in the self-defense thing too, <laughs> is like... If you consider depression to be a physical ailment, which obviously you do because you're saying, mm-hmm. I'm depressed, I need help. Like, if you had a broken finger, you wouldn't be like, should I go to a doctor? Or I don't, yeah, go to a doctor. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have a physical ailment, then you go to a doctor and you get it taken care of. That's why they're there. Yeah, it's all part of it. I mean, and there's no shame in admitting it. The first thing you got to do is admit it. Yeah, I'm fucking depressed. So what? You know, so are you. You just don't admit it, you know? Everybody gets a little little down. Everybody gets a little depressed. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. You're not alone. Then you should just go get it taken care of so you can live your life. We had to. We canceled the first version of this podcast because I was in a dark headspace. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, was so sorry. I was really. I was in the. I was in the lurch. You were in the dark space. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Dark place. I used um, to have a band where uh, I would always. The guy who sang was uh, really like sort of a tragic figure because he had like a really interesting voice and like it couldn't play guitar at all but in that way that's like really endearing you know or it's just like you could work around it and it sounded good yeah um but yeah he was very very prone to depression and also came from like a real like backwoods family and was always trying to reconcile being like this very sort of like broke hick mm. and trying to do like you know have like these nice life things uh, as far as I know, he's fallen back into being like a real backwards hick. I think he's got a bunch of kids now and is like, you know, living in the woods. Okay. Uh, but he always performed the best and like wrote the best shit when he was in a dark place. So sometimes we would just drive around and I would insult him for half an hour to get him into a dark place so he, so he could like function and, uh, and throw stuff together. Honestly, one of the better bands I think I've been in. What band was that? Uh, that, well, that was, there was actually a few bands I had with him, but, uh... The uh, the the conviction was the uh, the last oh one. Oh my that's, god! Uh, the, I forgot about yeah, the conviction. Yeah, remember the conviction. You guys were good. Um, all right. Well, this has been thirty nine. Thirty nine. Um, Look forward to. Looking forward to big things for number 40. We just let's don't know see, yet. Uh, yeah, let's see if maybe we can get SPD in the room and uh, and figure out what's going on for number mm, 40. We should do it. You got anything you want to plug? Um, no. Actually, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I've used up everything. That's it. I, I have no up, shows coming up. My record's up, done. Yeah, I haven't updated uh, Photographs Craigslist in a long minute, so I feel ashamed having people go there because it's not updated. Um... Yeah, I have nothing to plug. I got my life is fucking pathetic. I actually wrote that question in. All right, this has been episode thirty-nine. Yes. <laughs> we will be back next week with forty, maybe with special guests. Yeah. Um, do, do us a favor. Do, do the iTunes review thing that we always ask you to do because that's really nice. And you know, tell your weird fucking the weird person you met on that bus or like when you shared the cab from the airport. Um, yeah, call that guy and tell him. And it'll be a good chance for you to get together and, and, and watch the Giants lose. Yeah. <laughs> Go Seahawks. We didn't even talk about them losing to the goddamn Colts. I wanted to fucking kill myself. Yeah, that was that was a real um, scene. Nah, it fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> don't hesitate to add... Uh, don't add, don't hesitate to add at least me on Facebook. You can add, you can add me. Too. It's uh, you know uh, I might I might it might yeah, hang in limbo because I just sometimes I sometimes I look at like friend requests coming in. And I'm just like I can't I can't vet these people right now and then they just pile up and I, I have yeah. like twenty of them. Um, well, all right, that's it. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Let's uh, let's cue the music. Cue the music. Oh yeah.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.